The following podcast is recommended for mature audiences only. The following podcast is recommended for adults only. Maturity is not a requirement. Welcome to Men Podcasting Badly. This is episode 6. In this podcast, we play games and then talk about them. We generally try to pick games that have been somewhat forgotten, but some weeks set us out of our hands because we play games that you guys have picked for us. I am your co-host, Skets, and this is my host, Jacob. How are you doing, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Awesome. Awesome. (laughs) I'm doing all right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that's wicked bro <laughs> i forgot this is episode six yeah yeah mate we're doing quite well with this we're doing all right yeah so uh you might you might have noticed it's a little bit a little bit different today we had a discussion jacob said i might be getting a bit too cocky a bit too confident <laughs> if i want to give it a go so i said i'll i'll, I'll murder it yes <laughs> <laughs> and murder it you did yeah oh good <laughs> <laughs> Nah, man, you've got more confident as it's gone on, which is really cool to see. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. So have you awesome, been... Awesome, awesome. This <laughs> was weird doing it this side, this way. Go on, you go with it. Yeah, cool. So how has your fortnight been? Yeah, it's been pretty good. Thank you. Yeah? Yeah. Been playing a lot of COD. <laughs> <laughs> no surprise there. No, mate. Well, there was the big wait this last week. What week are we? Yeah, last week. Oh, it was a big update, wasn't four. it? Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, they delayed it because of politics going on at the moment. Yeah. But uh, they finally released it on Thursday. And I haven't got off it since. Really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a big update. And they've put a few, like, what's the word I'm looking for? The things that get hidden in games. Um, Riddles or Easter eggs. Easter eggs. I love the badger. I love Easter eggs. I watch so many YouTube videos on Easter eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Because you're big on trials Easter eggs as well, aren't you? Yeah. The the riddle of that. Uh, I'm still not going to talk about it much this week. They haven't discovered a lot recently. Okay. Unless you want me to. You can do if you want, dude. Uh, no, it's I'm up not, to you whether you feel I'm not there's enough to talk it. about. I, I want to do. No? I want to go back through everything that's been been found. Save it for another episode, then. Yeah, it's not as if we're going anywhere, is it? No. You well, listeners will be glad to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, nothing. Well, nothing. <laughs> well, nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, nothing. Cool. But yeah, with COD, they've. Uh, so when you started up this season, they had a map come up of Varansk, which is the Warzone map, and there was loads of little red dots everywhere. And there's been a rumour going off that they're going to set off a nuclear bomb. Oh, and really? within Warzone, you've got these new little missions to do where you've got to gather intel as like a part of a completely separate thing that was never in there before. Yeah. And yeah, it's like, it just tells you little things that they're going to be evacuating stuff. I won't go into it too much, just in case listeners haven't played it so far as what we have. Um, so I don't want to ruin it for them. But yeah, it's well worth it's well worth playing if you're into COD, obviously. But yeah, I've been playing a lot of that for yeah. the last fortnight, especially the last four or five days. Cool. Get any get any W's? W's? Any W's? Yeah, yeah, we got some W's, mate. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, or wins because there's less syllables in that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we've... Uh, ah, actually, that's a really cool thing. Gasp. So, well, it's not that cool, to be fair. But they've introduced these things called King Contracts. Right. So it's a contract within Warzone that you pick up. There's been other contracts, and these have been in the game before, but they took them out, we think, due to performance issues and stuff. Um but yeah, so they've reintroduced these con king contracts. The idea being is that when you pick the contract up, it puts a bounty on yourself and everyone else on the map can see where you are. Oh dear. So you've got three minutes to survive. Well, I took to the strategy of when I was the last person in the team, out of me, Matt and Andy, I would go and get this king contract and try and survive. Because if you survive for the full three minutes, not only do you get a money bonus, the players also come back into the game oh nice done it two times in a row both times we've done it we won awesome is, is that yeah. because you're good at running away pretty much that's our PUBG skills pub, coming into PUBG. play <laughs> yeah. can you remember that game that we won when we just ran away the whole time and then we ended up winning I'm sure me and you done that uh... we played duos once and there was one and there was another time as well when we were driving in a car and I said wouldn't it be funny if we got blown up now yeah, and we got blew and up. Then, blown up. And then we got blew up, which sucked. But yeah, man. So yeah, that's been my, my well, my fortnight of playing COD. Played some golf. Yeah. Uh, got a new job. Cool. So yeah, man. It's been a, it's an eventful fortnight. Eventful, yeah. How about yourself? Uh, same, same, same old. I'll tell you something I haven't done. What's that? Went to download. Oh. I didn't go to download this oh, last weekend. Oh, mate. Gutting, yeah, absolutely gutting. So I think we'd be recording this. Like probably, oh, I'd probably still be hungover, suffering. No, at probably least. would be as well. Sorry, I cut you off then. But yeah, I was, I was going to say it's, it's something that you, you would know, and a lot of our friends would know, but not maybe not everybody. But uh, this would have been my nineteenth year in a row at Donington Park. I thought it was twenty, but it, no, I worked it out, and it was nineteen. So it's wow. the 18th year of download, and I went to the OzFest that was at Donington Park the year before. For some reason, I was thinking I went to OzFest there 2001 and 2002, but it was just 2002. So, yeah, the, the last time I spent a year not going to Donington, Donington Park was 2001. Wow. And, I yeah, it's pretty gutting that I've had to miss it. That's like your biblical religious trip every year, isn't it? It's yeah. like people go to churches and shit but you go to donnington yeah oh i can't think of that word now yeah um oh uh, spiritual path no no i've said it many times on the way there it's like this is my what's the word <laughs> i can't think of the word it might come to us later yeah i'm gonna ask you go on i don't know if you'll be able to answer what's been your best download oh Maybe not necessarily a year, I guess maybe like best band or something like that. Because I guess a year would be quite hard for you to, yeah, to shout. It, but have you got like a couple of favourite bands that have stuck out over the last nine, well, 18 years? Well, yeah, like like you said, it just all blurs into one now. You know, I can't yeah. remember a lot of the specific things that happened to specific years. Uh, one of my favourite memories was uh, when uh, Iron Maiden played, I believe, 2007. and. Dream Theatre played on the second stage just before Iron Maiden, and I, oh, I wow. sat at the back of the, the back of the tent just drinking absinthe, and then I don't remember anything of Iron Maiden apart from I crowd surfed three times, 
And I, I, I don't know, went straight back in and crowd surfed. That's all I remember of Iron Maiden that year. And the big tank that <laughs> came out, but that was quite difficult to miss. <laughs> oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. The other one, uh, I would say, so I was a massive fan of Paradise Lost when I was younger. I haven't listened to them for a while now, actually. But uh, I didn't realize they were playing until I got there and we had set up camp and I was going through somebody's uh, going through somebody's lineup and I was like, Paradise Lost are playing. It's amazing. I need to go and see them. You know, I didn't even realize, realize they were going to be there. There's been a few, oh, no, a few few good times. Simple Plan was another good one. 2008, yeah. I believe. I skipped Kiss headlining to watch Simple Plan headline on the second I stage. I can't blame you. I, I would have probably done the same. Yeah, there was there was like something like 2,000 people there. It was awesome. It was so intimate and nice. I loved it. Yeah, that's what, So back in 2008, would it have still been the Snickers tent? Uh I believe it, it was a year that it all completely changed around, and it was only like that for the one year. And the second, the second stage was on the the concrete on the not the, the hardcore. Is that what it's called? The concrete Hard, where uh, yeah, where we went in, where the ticket place was this year. Yeah, it was on that. All right, okay, yeah, because yeah. I couldn't get over it when I went to download. Was my first one last year? For a while, it was, wasn't it? Oh no, yeah. it was the year before that. Year before that. But yeah, it was uh, it's incredible how it changed so much because I think the last year I went was two thousand and six, really. And then it yeah, and then it was eleven year gap, Bloody eleven hell. year hiatus. Yeah, yeah, man. Still, my favorite band I ever seen was Guns and Roses. Uh, Which time's gonna be? Ah, the second time. The second time. The, the better time. Yeah, the first time was <laughs> awful. That was just shit, wasn't it? It was a shambles. Yeah. Axel Rose being Axel Rose, what an arse. Yeah. yeah, man, that was pretty cool. Handing out a bottle of red wine. Yes. Oh, that was beautiful. Yeah. £24 bottle of wine, was it? Something 20... like that? Yeah, no, it was a £12 bottle of wine, wasn't it? And we spent £24 on red wine. No, I'm sure it was £24 a bottle. Was it £24 a bottle? Yeah. Oh, Christ. No wonder I come back with no money. And I could be wrong. I could be dead wrong now. No, I'm sure I was. Yeah? Because it was like £6 a pint. Yeah, it wouldn't yeah, it would make more sense, wouldn't it? Twenty four quid a bottle. And it was a dinky bottle as well. Yeah. You had to do it in swigs. It was good. It was good, man. It was really nice. Yeah, it done the trick. Yeah. <laughs> what else do we normally talk about here? This seems like it hasn't gone on for very long. This normally takes about thirty, forty minutes. It does normally take around about thirty, forty minutes. I'm actually just looking. Yeah. We just talk shit generally. We just talk crap, okay. Spoke to my mate the other day. Yeah. Who's been listening to the podcast. And um, he said that I may have to apologize to his wife for us getting him back into retro stuff, which yeah. I thought was quite funny. He's been on eBay buying a Mega Drive and various other bits and bobs. And he's shown this is the same chap who sends me the Star Wars memorabilia. Yeah. So thank you, Mr. Stone. <laughs> but yeah, it's, uh, it was quite funny going to a conversation with him the other day. And he was like, I said, oh, I have to apologize to your wife about you going all retro again. He's like, yeah, you may have to say something. I was like, okay, I'm sorry. But yeah, dude. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> when things go back to normal, you have to meet Mr. Stone. Yeah, cool. One thing, uh, another thing I want to say. Uh, so this, this week, we're picking games for each other. It's something we normally say at the end of the episode anyway. But you're going to enjoy this one of these games that I've got for... Jacob here. He's gonna be 
Good. I'm not going to say what it is yet. That makes me think that I'm probably not going to enjoy it. Yeah, no, you'll, you'll love it. You'll yeah? Absolutely love it. And both of them, in fact. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got your two games right up on the ball. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been nice. I think cool. I've been nice. Good. Oh, yeah. So I ended up playing a mobile game this week. What have you been playing? Lemmings. It was one of the games I pulled out. So should we get into it? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Cool. Let's do it. Was weird going first. Yeah, last week, last last episode, we had to pull games from the hat, didn't we? So I picked out Lemmings was one of mine from Dave Hill. And Lemmings is not a very good game. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it, no, it's good. It was fun. It was fun for the time, wasn't it? But uh, but I tried playing it. I, I think I played like about 12 of the original levels, like the beginner levels. There's four different, four different uh, difficulties. I think it was. I know it's like thirty levels in the first difficulty, the beginner one. I don't know how many of the rest of them, but I played about twelve of the beginner ones, and I just thought that everybody would have played these. They're really easy. How can I make this game fun to talk about? And I thought, well, I'm just gonna, how about if I play the expert level levels, expert game? Yeah, that's one. Expert levels. <laughs> and so I thought, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I'll go and play the expert levels. It wasn't a good idea. I, was didn't, it not? I didn't. I couldn't do them. <laughs> Did you do one? No, I'm not an expert at lemmings, apparently. <laughs> uh, so, like, the first level, yeah, it was difficult. I tried it a few times. I I had no idea how I was meant to do it. Because when you get to the later levels, you only get... I only had five actions I could do. So, most people would remember lemmings. But, yeah, I, I didn't actually write down what you can do. But you can, like, build bridges. You can give them... Uh, umbrellas so they don't fall to their death if they fall too far. You remember you remember the yeah. actions? Yeah, you can bash <laughs> you can through dig stone. Deep, can't you? Yeah, you can dig like it's, dig. it's like mining and you sort of Haven't go you down also got diary. a bar in one as well? Yeah, you can dig vertically, horizontally even. Yeah. And you can Oh yeah, you can go straight down. Yeah, you can yes, go you straight can. down, can't you? Of course you? you can. Yeah. Another one is well, like can... a miner, we can go diagonally. That's right. You can also yeah. blow up. Yeah. So that's what um, so what I thought I what I needed to do in the second level of the hard levels. So uh, are they honestly that hard? It was so yeah, the beginner levels. You get twenty of each of these. You not you don't need them all. You work out how you're meant to do it. But the expert levels, you get exactly what you need to to do the level. Shit. So like I said, you only had five. I think I had two blockers, two bashers or diggers that went horizontally. And one of something else. Oh, two bridges, maybe. But, uh, oh no, I'm thinking of the wrong level. Anyway, I didn't know what to, what to do. So I went on YouTube, had a look, and I still couldn't do it after I'd seen what you were supposed to do. Like, you were supposed to dig down a very specific place and then dig across. You had to stop him from digging down and dig across. But only one of them would be able to get through out of one side of it. It was, it was hard. It was, it was hard. For lemmings, so, like, that sounds overly complicated. Yeah, 
like I said, I, even with knowing how to do it, I couldn't do it. But luckily, there were like so, so you couldn't save it on the on the cartridges. So I, oh, I played the Mega Drive one, I should say. Uh, oh, I didn't say who it was made by or when it was released. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I just realised that. So yeah, so um, you couldn't save. So at the end of every level, it gave you a password to get to the next level. Yeah, you remember them? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so it give you a password. Uh, so I thought, I'll just skip this level and try the next one without looking it up. And I didn't know what to do on that one either. It was a long level. Again, you only had about five things. Uh, you had a lot of bridges in that one. And there was lots of different ways you could go. And each each attempt took about eight minutes. So, like, you know, I, I could block one guy off and let him go off on his own. and So he's not got lots of them following him to their deaths. And just try and experiment with this one guy. But yeah, it turned out I had to blow them up. I had to get like about four or five through, blow them up to create holes in the wall when I got to a certain point. Right. Uh, and, and yeah, like there was no way I was going to work that out. Because when you blow them up, they walk and tick, don't they? Yeah. They don't just stand still and be like, you're going to blow up there. You've got to time it right so yeah. that they blow up the right yeah, bit, haven't countdown. you? If yeah. I, yeah. Uh, and so wow. that's one, one of the things I tried. I was like, right. You blow up when you get to this wall, and I missed. I missed the timing, <laughs> and and like I said, it I, I probably could have worked out eventually, but it would have taken a couple of hours, like just trying different things, and I would have got fed up with it. So I turned that game off. <laughs> just turned it off. Fair enough. Fair enough. But some of these, some of these games that were given, they're not overly specific of, of what they want us to play. Like I said, the Sonic on the Sega. <laughs> yeah. So, do you remember there was a PlayStation 1 game called Lomax? Yes. That was a Lemmings game. Yeah, never played it, but no. I remember the name. Yeah, I remember, I think I worked in a game shop when it was released. And I remember seeing it, but I never knew it was a Lemmings game. Okay, I don't know if you've looked into it, but is Lomax like a name of a Lemming? Yeah, I think Yeah, I think it's that specifics Lemmings name. And it's just like a platformy game. Yeah, I think I remember like the um, the cover of the game yeah so. and I didn't, I didn't want to play that because it's not your traditional lemmings no there was another one as a paintball lemmings paintball which is a bit weird it reminded me a bit of cannon fodder oh, okay so you, you come down you've got like three or four lemmings or whatever and you've got to go around shooting paintballs at these other lemmings solving puzzles on on that level and capturing the flag but it looked shit it looked i mean it looked, no it looked like it was a bit of fun but it didn't look easy to control and I would have got annoyed with it. So I thought, well, I think I looked up on Wikipedia and and I found out there was a, a mobile version of Lemmings. So I thought, well, let's give this one a go. And it's actually <laughs> quite fun. Is it good? Yeah, it's, it's quite a good representation of Lemmings. So, I mean, it's your typical gives you energy and you've got to spend energy to use abilities so like say you're on a level and you want to build a bridge that's one energy you start with 60 energy right and so it, it can take a lot of like once you're out of energy you just got to wait until until you get more energy which is a bit stupid i hate those types of types of games oh what is it like you got to wait like five minutes or something until your energy bar refills well, five minutes for one energy so once oh, you're out of Jesus. energy you got to wait like hours and hours and hours until you play again or you can give them money Oh, oh yeah. it. that's that's what they want. The old good old pay to play crap. Yeah, but uh, but I mean the, the gameplay was quite fun. 
so you didn't you didn't have to click on each lemming uh if if you wanted them to bash through something you can just click on that one and go i want you to bash through that when you get there and i want to put an umbrella here so everyone that falls through this gets an umbrella and so oh, each one cool. of those was one energy yeah that, that was quite cool like i said it was, it was quite a fun game to play that, that makes lemmings more user friendly doesn't it i guess easier yeah. for kids to play it's quite clever in that respect i guess yeah and i prefer it that way i much yeah. prefer it but then, you know, I, I probably did maybe 30 to 40 levels on it. And then it got to a point where, it was, I mean, you got traps as well, like chainsaws that come down, things that drop rocks on you. And it gets to a point where you're, you're using, you know, 10 to 15 energy per level. Or if right. it's something that you can't work out, you could be using half your energy or all your energy trying to work out how to actually do this level. And then you're out of energy again. Okay. So it, which is annoying. But... uh but like I said, it was quite a fun game to play. Sounds like something I'd check out on the mobile. Especially yeah. whilst I'm sat on the sofa and just watching TV or something. You've just got something on in the background. Yeah. Like a Man City game or something. Well, you're not that bothered than watching. So you'd much <laughs> rather play games on your phone. So, uh, yeah. Cool. Awesome. But there's one game that I haven't talked about because I just sort of glossed over it when I was looking. And it's the game I should have played. And it's a game everybody else should play if they want to play. And it has Lemmings 2 tribes. And like I said, I just sort of glossed over it. I thought it's going to be the same kind of, ge- kind of game as the first one. Yeah. Uh, but it actually looks quite good <laughs> when I looked into it. I'd already, I'd already committed to playing the mobile version. But uh, you're trying to... So you've got 12 different tribes of Lemmings. Right. And you're trying to get like... Your, every, all of them have got a different piece of a medallion. And you're trying to get them all to the middle to put this medallion together. But it's obviously tricky parts tricky levels to get to the middle of the map that makes sense so is this a console based game or mobile game i think that was um i think it was mega drive again oh was it all oh, right Lemmings okay two, cool. yeah i remember hearing oh, about right. it I, I heard it was meant to be good at the time but i don't think i ever played it oh, but okay. yeah like i said i looked at it after i'd committed to the mobile one i didn't really have time to play it but uh it's so you, yeah like i said you got different tribes you got like classical actually saying classical it reminded me of trolls 2 <laughs> where they're trying to get and think of the map of troll in trolls 2 actually where yeah. they're trying to get the strings all to, all to all in one place yeah yeah and it's, it's think think of it like that but with lemmings what a great film that was <laughs> it, it a good i film. say what a great film it was i haven't watched it all yet oh you haven't but, finished it oh, no spoilers. i haven't finished it yet but yeah so um ah, it's all right it's a kid's film oh this is the sort of film i probably watched like two or three times anyway yeah it wasn't much of a spoiler but yeah, that's what it reminded me of. And and each tribe has actually got different abilities. Sometimes they're the same ability but skinned differently. But like some some can like fill gaps in with concrete. Some have got bow and arrows. Uh, and so for each different type of tribe, I can't, I can't. I should have actually written this down. I never did. What what different tribes there are. But yeah, it looked actually quite good. And I think I I would say if you're gonna play a Lemmings game, play Lemmings too. Okay, because there's a point to it. There's an actual point to it. I think it's like 120 levels. That's another thing that put me off going back and playing it. It's like I'm not going to get very far. Yeah, no, that's a fair point. Ah, right, sounds good though. Yeah, Skets' recommendation. Yeah, a game that I didn't play. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just about fitting for this podcast, isn't it? Yeah. Is there anything else I can say about the mobile game? I don't think so. It's like I said, it's quite cool. 
it's just your general, your typical money-grabbing mobile game, which I hate as well. Like I said, it's good fun to play, but don't fucking put any money into it. Unless you want to. <laughs> that kind of person. <laughs> 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 that's how I sound like Boris Johnson. I don't play it, but do. <laughs> Spend money on it, but don't. Stay safe, but don't. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I, I, it was it was quite fun, and and I don't think I know anybody who's played it or heard of it. I hadn't. Right? It's like we said last week; like everything has got a mobile version. Yeah, and Lemmings is no exception. Ah, uh, I didn't. Yeah, didn't even realize Lemmings had the mobile version. So yeah. it's something I will have a look at, mate. Just cool. have a potter around on, have a little play with. I think I think that's all I can say about it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, man. No, there's probably more I can say about it if I was better and more professional and and whatever. <laughs> but but we're but not. we're but we're us and we're not. Yeah, well, I'm definitely not professional. I I know that for certain. Shall I uh, talk about one of mine, buddy? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll talk about Metal Slug first. Cool. in so many ways yeah uh, <laughs> took me ages to find a working version actually to the point where we had to delay recording the podcast for a day because i finally found a version which was not the original version but was the original version in a roundabout way um so i played metal slug it was put in the hat by michaela fitzgerald it was released in 1996 on the neo geo stroke arcade it was created by nazca corp and it apparently they merged with SNK in 1996. So I think they created like the original. And then in order right. to get to console and stuff, they had to partner up with someone else. And that was those SNK people. So then in 1996, they could push it to consoles later on sort of thing. Yeah, okay. But yeah, it's uh, it's a good game. So when I've been telling people or people have been saying, you're going to be playing that, it's a good game. And I'm like, yeah, it's a good game, but it's quite boring. It's what they yeah. call... So I got the terminology right without even looking it up. It's a run-and-gun game. Run, yeah. And run then and when gun. I looked for it on Wikipedia, it said, this is a run-and-gun game. And I was like, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, I was right. And yeah, I mean, it's really difficult to talk about a run-and-gun game and fill it out. But it only has six levels. Uh, it was two-player. It was that classic. One player could be in because it was arcade. It's like your mate comes into the arcade, stick a uh, quid in or a yeah. 50p coin and press start. Probably and 10p back then. Yeah, probably was like, yeah, 10p. Yeah, you're right. Oh, wow. They were the days. But yeah, um, it's a high score game, I guess. Again, with it being arcade, it's high, high score base. You want to leave your name on the top of that leaderboard. Yeah. And you're basically this little military soldier dude with a gun. And it starts off as a pistol. And you just shoot enemy soldiers, really. Dude, this is a really hard game to talk about. Uh, you free prisoners <laughs> of war. Right. So as you're running through the level, you get like these little dudes that are like tied up. They look like little Jesuses. 
Okay. <laughs> yeah, little Jesuses. The little baby Jesus. Uh, tied up, and you shoot them, and then that releases them, and then what they're, they're generally higher than you on the map. So you're running along at ground level. You can jump onto different levels, but they're generally higher than you. You shoot them, and then they make their way down to you, and then you've got to make sure you run into them, effectively make contact with them, and then once you've done that, they're then registered as free. They like jump up in the air and say thank you, and then what's really cool is then they drop your weapon upgrade. Right. So there's four different weapon upgrades you can get in the game. You can get rockets. Oh, no, it's three, sorry. You can get rockets, a heavy machine gun, and a flamethrower. And these prisoners of wars will drop you these, and they're just labeled as a letter. So H is heavy rockets, M is machine gun, and F is fire. Um, and you run into it, and it automatically changes your weapon into whichever one you pick up. Uh, the flame flamethrower is the most fun one. Obviously, you just get to burn people, which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, the levels are pretty long for a game of that age, I would say. But yeah. it is just extremely repetitive. What's also cool about it is during a stage, you get to jump into a mini tank. Right. Uh, what do they call it? They call it the super vehicle. And basically your little character jumps into the tank and then you can control this tank. Right. <laughs> what I found quite fun about it is the tank, you can get the tank to jump. <laughs> which I thought is cool. pretty cool so yeah you just I think you get unlimited ammo in your machine gun and then at the top of the screen you get like 30 rockets or however many and it's also got a fuel bar as well so you can only drive it for so long and take I know it's not driving it's taking damage but you right. can repair your vehicle by driving into these fuel canisters the American tin things uh, yeah, and yeah. just drive into those which rebuff your tank's health and at the end of every level you just come up against a, a boss the first boss I come across was a rocket tank thing it just it looked like it was within I don't know I guess it looked like Vietnam I guess the first level I could describe it as I guess with it being a war game it's quite suiting um, but yeah it's just in this shack hidden in this shack and then it comes out of the shack and then just starts blowing these like big blue orbs at you. So you just got to dodge these orbs in a certain pattern. And then in between, just like keep firing at it. And if you're lucky enough to get to that point with your tank or your super machine, then you can use that to obviously kill it quicker. Yeah, but it's, it's a, it's, it, <laughs> it was fun. I mean, I can see how it was fun in the time and I enjoyed it. I mean, it's a good pick up and play for 30 minutes. Yeah. Like, if you just want to like, shoot some stuff and just jump around the screen like crazy for a little bit it's pretty fun but it's not a game where i was had my heart set on completing or anything like that it would just get gradually more difficult as the game went on again it would be a good game like golden axe if you're playing with a second person yeah yeah Maybe okay. one for me yeah. and you to try yeah together but yeah man it, i mean it's a good game and thanks michaela i enjoyed playing it i'd never played it before so it was a completely new game to me and I'd never even heard of the Metal Slug series. I say series because there seems to be about a hundred of them. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I was hoping you'd look for it, and uh, yeah, I'm sure I saw it was either it was titled XX or it was Twenty <laughs> Metal Slug Bloody Twenty. Hell. I and think it wouldn't I, surprise me if it's number twenty. I saw twelve at least. Yeah, but it's mental how many. But I played this version on the PSP, which was pretty cool. And it it was pretty cool how it all loaded. So it loaded up as like the PSP screen 
And then yeah. the second the game kicked in, it like went retro as if you was playing it on the arcade. Which, okay. which was pretty cool. I mean, it gave you the feel of playing in the arcade, you know? Like you had your three yeah. buttons, which was square, X, and circle, uh, and then the D-pad to maneuver around. So I thought that was pretty cool, and I think it's a game cool. I'd probably enjoy playing on the PSP. Yeah. Like, if I had my old PSP. I miss that thing. I enjoyed my PSP. But yeah. I never had one. I never Did had a not? PSP. No. We used to use them a lot in the brickyards. We used to um, play Pro Evo 6 and Pro Evo 5. And yeah. it was because they had the wireless technology, didn't they? So you could pair up yeah. PSPs. So we used okay. to have like knockout matches at lunchtime and stuff. Yeah. And I was pretty good. I was You unbeaten. didn't have to get the link cable like the old Game Boys then. No, <laughs> no. It was quite funny though, because like there was two sheds next to each other. And in between yeah. the sheds, there was probably like a 60 foot distance. So right. if one of our mates who we normally play Pro Evo was, was on the other setting line, you used to have to like hang out of both windows at lunchtime to be able to play each other. So you could get, <laughs> pick up the Wi-Fi connection. That was quite fun. But yeah, man, the PSP, yeah, PSPs were fun. That's, all, that's got my championship manager addiction going as well. Yeah. 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 I used to wait for the girlfriend to go to sleep. Once she was asleep, I'd get the PSP out from underneath the pillow and just sit there playing championship manager <laughs> until she wakes up in the morning. And I'm like, I haven't been up all night playing this. I woke up before you. <laughs> oh, terrible. Yeah, mate. Yeah. Yeah, dude. But yeah, that's Metal Slug. That's Metal Slug. I'd recommend cool. to play it, but don't look for any sort of like fulfillingness out of it. It's just a good pick up and play fun game. Yeah. I'll be trying to think of what other what other um, run and gun games I've played. I'm pretty sure. I think uh, there was a game on the PS1 called Apocalypse with Bruce Willis. I okay. think that was classed as a running car. And I think it might have been top down, though. I don't know what that's classed as. Like twin stick shooter, maybe. Okay. They're quite cool. But oh, uh, Super Pro Protector on the snares, that was a good one. That was awesome. And I think Quartet on the, I want to say Mass System was similar. Nothing. You you played any others? No, like mate. It? I was just about to say it's really yeah. funny that we do a podcast about forgotten games because I can never remember any of these bastards. So everything's yeah. forgotten <laughs> to me. And it's like yeah. I've literally got to go through like the catalogue and have a look and see right what am I going to play this week? And it's like trying to find games for you. It's like I can't remember any games. Like so, I, I need to then like just look at lists of games to try and refresh myself. Yeah, looking through looking through Master System catalogs or not catalogs games like yeah. all of them and remembering remembering something like black belt black belt was awesome and, and action fighter and, and a lot of these i never really played much i was really young when i played them so i wouldn't have got through the far, very far through them and it was another one called vigilante which was cool so many oh it's so it's so cool looking through these games <laughs> it's like the only master system game i remember off the top of my head is alex the kid yeah, <laughs> that's only, and that's only because it was built into the console. It was built into the console. Really cool. Didn't, have, didn't yeah. have any games. You can have a console, no games. <laughs> you got one. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, it was. Uh, but yeah, it was fun. But yeah, that's all I can say about Mouse Slug. Cool. You said something in the middle of that that reminded me. Uh, have you played Final Fantasy VII this week episode? Well, I've had a bit of a Final Fantasy dilemma. Yeah. Yeah, my save state crashed. Oh, dear. So I've got to start again. Oh, dear. So, although you told me the bit that I need to do, 
I now need to get back to that bit <laughs> that I need to do in order yeah. to be able to do it. So yeah, I got the rest of this week off though. So I plan cool. on getting it up to that point and beyond. So I'm ready for the next podcast to play yeah. Final Fantasy VII again. But yeah, I tried playing it yesterday and there was an issue with RetroArch. I think there's been an issue with it since me trying to get Metal Slug to run on it. And for some reason, the save file uh. corrupt. Then the game wouldn't run. So I've had to delete the game, download it again. And it's just been a bit of a faff. It's been a bit of a pain in the ass this yeah, week. That's fair. But yeah, so um, I'm gutted because you told me what I needed to do. Yeah. And I was excited about doing it. Not that I remembered. I had to look it up. I can't remember anything about no. Midgar. I'll tell you what. Midgar is boring. Get Make sure you get out of Midgar. How far am I away from getting out of Midgar where I am? Quite far. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm enjoying it. So for me, if I'm yeah. enjoying Midgar, I guess I'm going to enjoy the rest of the game more, I guess, based yeah. on that. Uh, no, maybe not. I can't remember. I didn't look up the whole of Midgar and okay. watch it. Maybe halfway through, a little bit over. I can't remember. You have to find out. Play it and find out and tell me. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. Yeah, but no, so I'm gutted about that because I was looking forward to yeah. getting past a bit. I had to go into a fancy dress shop or something, didn't I? And go get a costume yeah. for the party. Yeah. yeah. I, I think I think it's meant to be some kind of brothel. It doesn't say in so many words, but... <laughs> I, I love it's... the fact that this is built into a game. It, it, it's definitely been a, a fun game to play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Before we get back into talking about games, there's, I, there's something I remembered a minute ago that uh, that I could have said at the beginning. I think it was a bit shorter this week, wasn't it? So uh, Okay. Yeah, we, we actually played a board game last night. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> it was the first time in a long time, just two of us, playing a proper board game, probably the first time in like a year, year and a half. Oh, that's awesome. What'd you play? Uh, the Captain is Dead, it's called. Oh, okay. It's, it's really good. It's uh, it's basically like Pandemic, but you're running around trying to fix the ship instead of taking cubes off of the board. Oh, okay. And so, like, these aliens are destroying parts of your ship, and you've got to run around and fix them. And then, yeah, it's really good. And actually, it was the first time we played it. We had to learn it and everything first. Yeah. But, yeah, we're, we're going to try and play a few more board games again. We haven't, Like I said, we haven't done it for a long time. Yeah, no, that's awesome, man. Well, especially now you guys have got a bit more time together and stuff. Yeah. And not having to worry about getting up for work and stuff in the morning. Uh, works out pretty well, doesn't it? So how long does the game last? Is it a pretty long game? Uh, 30 to 40 minutes. Oh, that's not yeah. too bad. We we, we failed miserably because it's a co-op game. Right. For those of you who don't know, co-op games exist. They're good. They're very good. Yeah. Skets got me into board games. Yeah. They're incredible. You still have to finish. Detective. Uh, Aeon, Aeon's End oh, Legacy. Yes, we did. Oh, no, we've ditched Detective, haven't we? I think, yeah. yeah, we decided to ditch that. But yeah, we need to get back into that, don't we, at some point? Yeah, eventually. Yeah. When we can. Yeah, yeah, when we're allowed to. Well, that's awesome, though, man. That's really uh, cool. Yeah, I thought a little bit of a filler in between games. Yeah. I should have remembered it at the beginning of the episode. <laughs> but, I was, but I was nervous. I'm still quite nervous. <laughs> You're doing a fantastic job. It feels weird this way around. Yeah? We'll go back to you doing it every week. I don't want to do this again. Okay, man. No worries. <laughs> nah, it's been fun. It's been fun. It's been, it? it's been nice being the co-host host. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm the host co-host. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> awesome. <laughs> but yeah, man. Well, do you want to talk about your second game? 
No, really, no. No? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I can't remember what your second game was. You've probably said it at the beginning of this. Uh, my mind's already... I didn't. Did you know? I haven't already said it. No, my second game was Viva Piñata. Oh, shit. Yeah, of course it was. I told you you'd have fun playing that. It's party time! What a fucking stupid thing is forever will be. Oh my god. Viva Pinata. <laughs> so you told me it was a little bit like Sims before I played it, and I was like, Do you know what? I'm gonna try and enjoy this. I'm gonna surprise everybody and try and enjoy this. I didn't enjoy it no. at all. <laughs> I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well, there was parts of it. Okay, so uh if if you care about who it was made by or when it was released, look it up. I didn't. I didn't get that again either. <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't do my prep work today. Been a busy day. Uh, well, busy few weeks with the puppy. Yeah, man. Uh, <laughs> but so like, I didn't know what I was going into. You you walk in, you talk to this woman about gardening. She gives you a shovel to flatten the flatten the earth, and then give you some seeds to plant some grass right and then and then you have like this worm spelt weird turn up and it's, it's like a little a little black and white worm pinata thing <laughs> um and and i'll well, okay so the first time i played this yeah i turned it off after about 20 minutes i was like i just got fed up with all the tutorials and i was like ah oh, fuck off i'll come back and then so the second time i played it i was like right I'm going to play this for two hours solid to try and to really try and get into it. How did that go? I was falling asleep at, <laughs> I was falling asleep at the 45 minute mark. <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't do it anymore. I couldn't. Oh, buddy. Uh... But no, I do have some positives about it. Uh, well, which I'll get to at the end in, in my conclusion. <laughs> so yeah, like I said, you, you gotta, you gotta build these things. You get these pinatas that come to visit you. They're black and white when they come to visit you. They're like little, lots of little, different, weird, different little animals. Like I said, there's a worm to begin with. And you've got to fulfill some requirements for them, for them to be a resident in your garden. Yeah. And that's when they go from being black and white to colour. A bit like, a bit like in Trolls 1, where, where, the, the, where Poppy loses her faith and happiness and goes grey and everybody else goes grey around her and then I'm loving the trolls references today man <laughs> they're so cool <laughs> <laughs> and then they, when they're happy again they come back and they get their colour again so these pinatas essentially they, 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 they're happy and they get their colour when they're happy and, and you've fulfilled their requirements and then you've got to make them have uh, like romance it's called yeah yeah. you've got to, you've got to make them romance uh, so you got to get another one in and f- fulfill their requirements, so they're happy. And when you got two of them, they can romance and make a little baby one. Ah, isn't that cute? It was it was weird. Like you build a house for them and everything, and then you get other and other animals are like turning up. Some are off in a distance at this point, and you got to try and work out how to 
enticed them into your garden. That's about as far as I got. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about as far as I got when I used to play it. So, well, going back to the positives, right? I could see how people enjoyed this game. The The controls were really annoying and slow. And just the general gameplay was quite slow. But I thought I could I could have actually enjoyed it. If, if it was easier to control, it felt a bit like like an rts like when you're building your base like you're building this little garden and you've got requirements to meet so like so an rts without the without the fighting and going off and beating other people up yeah so it, it could have been I, I could have enjoyed it you know I, I can see why some people enjoyed it but no i it was just too slow and boring and rubbishy for me <laughs> i'm sure i wrote more down in my notes I, I yeah man i remember playing this game so i bought it on the xbox when it came out because a couple yeah. of my mates bought it, and it was the worst purchase ever. I think I played it for about an hour or so, and put it down, and never played it again. It was absolute <laughs> dog crap. I was so happy you got that out of the hat. <laughs> <laughs> so, there was something else I wanted to talk about, which I, I shouldn't really, because I didn't really find any information. But So what my plan was, once I came back to it, after that 45 minutes, you know, I had to go downstairs and try and wake myself up. Uh, but I, I came back to it, and I just—I thought oh, I've not actually looked around. So I noticed there was a big spider web in the background, and I thought oh, I'm going to look around, look at the background, what's going on in the background, and and there was loads of weird stuff. I'm going to find my notes real quick. Oh, where are they gone? Because there was a long list of all the stuff. So this is the stuff that you try and attract into your garden, isn't it? No, just the general. Oh, just the landscape like sort of thing. The land—that's the right word. Landscapes, yeah. So yeah, looking around like I did it like a full three sixty view. And and there's an evil looking dead tree trunk, a beached ship, broken huts everywhere, evil looking scarecrows, barrels of TNT, like a weathered sort of Mayan looking pyramid or temple or something, an observatory with a blimp float just floating around it. Okay. And I was like, This is interesting, you know, I wonder if there's there's a story in in this world and I d I don't think there was. There was a story with the characters as you progress through the game, but right, and and so I thought I, I'd look up maybe fan theories because there's loads of them all all the time for different games, but I couldn't find any fan theories. Another thing I thought I'd look up was uh, like with The Sims, people do weird and crazy and funny things yeah. with that, like trapping them in the toilet <laughs> with nothing, <laughs> and then taking the toilet away or something like that. Or, or putting them in the, in the swimming pool and taking the steps to get out away. Uh, so I thought well, maybe people have done funny things with Viva Pinata, but no, I really couldn't really find anything. <laughs> it's, it's probably not as free, free roamy, not as open. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I'm not too sure with Viva Pinata whether the aim of the game, I can't remember, but to expand your garden. And I'm wondering whether if you expand your garden far enough, you start to interact with these other objects and maybe they bring in like different types of piñatas. Oh, maybe. I'm not, maybe, I, oh, I, maybe don't take that as gospel. But I, I, maybe, because you do make your garden bigger, don't you? I don't know how far 45 minutes gets you in the game, but... Well, no, I did look it up other than playing it. Yeah, you, yeah, you do expand your garden. Uh, there, there's 60 different piñatas. Oh wow! In the game, and and you can send them off to parties as well because that's what they're that's what they're for. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> you go I guess. To, go, to, go to a party and get destroyed, and then come back if intact somehow. 
That's I don't the know. magic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the pinata magic. A bit magic. like Monsters, Inc. Sort of thing. Yeah. It's like Monsters, Inc. It's, yeah, it's, it's Trolls and Monsters, Inc. combined. There we go. That's no. There's no no better re- review. I'm going to say review this time. There's no better <laughs> review anywhere for Viva Pinata than that. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> ah, brilliant. Am I safe yeah, to assume like said, that that's Viva Pinata talked about, Skirts? Pretty much. Uh, yeah. There's nothing. Nothing else. Ah, uh, oh no. They, they pinatas eat other pinatas. Cannibalism. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I managed to get these two birds. I think they were sparrows, but they were spelt weird again. Like, it, and and they, they they were black and white for ages, and I managed to get them coloured, but I couldn't romance them. I couldn't get. I built them a house and all that. Oh, I think it was a tree with a nest in. Yeah, and I was like, why won't you romance? And it's because they wanted to eat one of my worms. And I was like, well, okay, go on then. <laughs> my worms have done their job. You come over here and eat this worm that I. You know, I loved at one point. And, uh, <laughs> go and be happy. <laughs> I might uh, fire same... it up just for the lols. <laughs> I had the same with a snake as well. Yeah, I had the same with a snake as well. He, I couldn't get him to have colour, and he, he wanted to eat. He wanted to eat a mouse. It, mouse mallow. Oh, uh, a play yeah, on marshmallow. marshmallow. Ah, yes. very clever. Fucking. They put a lot of thought into these. Yeah, he wanted to eat one of them, and I I didn't even see it. I didn't see one. <laughs> I was like, you were the second thing in my garden, and you've just been black and white for ages. And you stayed black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Miserable snake. <laughs> Miserable sod. Yeah. Oh, brilliant. But yeah, that's that's all I all I want to. All I I don't want to talk about Viva Pinata anymore. No. What else did you play? Well, oh, I know what you played. Yeah, <laughs> I mucked up though, didn't I? Yeah. So, I had Lion King. Um, going back to the old saying, what assuming makes, well, it's an ass out of me and me, not you and me, because I played Lion King on the Mega Drive. I then, yesterday, had a look at what games I got, and then I noticed on a little bit of paper, underneath the game name, it had PS1. And I was like, <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> I've been playing the wrong version. So uh, the game I played, Skets, which was drawn by, I think, again, Michaela. I'm sure it was Michaela. Yeah, it was Michaela. So yeah, the game I had, Skets, was The Lion King, not on the Mega Drive, on the PlayStation 1, Simba's (laughs) Mighty Adventure. that one no i well i didn't think i had until i started playing it and then it seemed familiar 
And the more I played it, the more I then realized that I had played it before. It yeah. was released on the PlayStation 1 in 2001 by Activision. And yeah, it's uh, it basically takes you through the movie. So, right. listeners, okay. if you haven't watched The Lion King, then turn off now and come back in around about 15 minutes and then continue listening. But yeah. Um, Our time or their time? Ah, yeah, good point. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> just skip 15 minutes. <laughs> it could... Don't just go away and come back because I won't do anything. <laughs> so the first thing I noticed about this game, Skets, when you load it up, is you've got the main game and then you've got bonus games as well, which then sort of reminded me of other games that I can't remember, but reminded me of back in that time that used to get like mini games within the main game itself which was pretty cool. So yeah, the first thing I noticed about this game was you get a bonus game at the beginning. So not only do you get the main game to play, you also get the ability to play, I think it was one bonus game, and then you collect, I can't remember what they're called now, gourds, which apparently is a type of fruit. Um, and then Follow that... the gourd. Follow the gourd. Follow the shoe. You collect these gourds and they release, release, open up. Yeah, open up, I guess. Um, extra mini games you get within it. Yeah. Um, so I think there was like four or five different mini games you could play. And it was called Rafiki's, just Rafiki's. So not Rafiki's right. house or Rafiki's tree or something. It was just Rafiki's. But that was pretty cool. So I did cheat. I went and put it on easy mode. Because I figured <laughs> I had to try and get through the game pretty quick to get some content, considering I played the wrong Lion King for the past fortnight. Yeah. Oh, I've actually wrote down what the mini games were. So the first game is Catch Bugs, where you've got Timon and Pumba on top of a log at the top of the screen, and they jump on this log and it releases bugs, and they had like a sort of a certain track they come down, and you would just move right. Simba's paw left to right and then press X when he's got his paw on a bug. And it's basically like, I think you've got like three lives, so you're allowed to let three bugs escape before your game's over sort of thing. But yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, there was another one for matching, which is effectively like pairs. Martial arts, which I didn't actually unlock. And meerkat bash, where you're Pumba, and it's a bit like whack-a-mole, but right. you're Pumba, and you just got like, I think it's like 16 holes where meerkats pop up. And you got to like get Pumba there and then you press X to jump on them and sit on them sort of thing, which is cool. quite fun. I guess it's like little things, isn't it? To, once you've completed the game, it's a few little extra things to do. Yeah. But yeah, moving on to the main game, you will notice a big theme through this, me talking about the game. Q, cutscene one, where you see Rafiki draw Simba on the tree and puts a line on his head and says Simba. Can you remember that from the film? It's yeah. like the christening of Simroys, knowing that he's arriving. So yeah, the level one was Pride Rock. And the idea of the game cool. is you've got to get 100 points to unlock the next stage. You get points by collecting paws. And different color paws give you different color po uh, different amount of points. Cool. What was quite weird is you had two... Well, it looked like two orange paws, which gave you a value of five and also a value of 50. I guess one was supposed to be red, but... In the contrast of the game, they both looked orange to me. 
But yeah, you could get green <laughs> ones, which give you one point. Yellow gives you two points. Orange gives you five. Blue gives you 10. Purple gives you 20. And then the other orange gives you 50 points. And then there was also like a multicolored one that when you hit it, it would just give you a random amount of points. But it reminded me the first level of Crash Bandicoot. Oh, really? Yeah. So, you know, with Crash, like, obviously it's that running up the screen camera view. Yeah. Yeah. With this one, you start off as Simba as a cub, and he's working his way up to the top of Pride Rock to go see Mufasa when they sit on the top of the rock, and then Mufasa says, everything the light touches is ours. Don't go to the shadows, da 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 yeah, sort of yeah. thing. But yeah, oh yeah, one thing I did notice as well, that Nala's in it as well, as a, I was about to say a puppy then, but a, <laughs> a little cub, and um, yeah. they look identical. Like, literally, really? <laughs> Simba and Nala look identical. You can't really tell who's who, um, apart from one moves because you start controlling it. Uh, so, yeah, you uh, you can jump, you can pounce, and you can roar. The roar seems to be completely ineffective. It's supposed to scare <laughs> stuff, but you come across things later on in the levels that you roar at, and it doesn't work. Um, so the best way to get through the level is just to jump, dodge, and pounce when needed, really. Yeah, you, the first levels are basically a tutorial on how you operate Simba and get him to move around. So you just run up this cliff, you dodge boulders that come down, you eventually make it up to the top of the rock, you meet Mufasa, he tells you everything the light touches, blah de blah de blah and then it skips on to the second level, which in the film is where Simba and Nala run away from Zazu and end up in the elephant graveyard. Yeah, okay. Their first encounter with the hyenas. Yeah, I do not. So, I've not seen that film for years. Mate, play the game. Yeah. It's basically the film. <laughs> All right. It's basically the film. You uh, you oh yeah, you collect Simba as separate letters, and then once you collect S I M B A, it then unlocks a movie trailer. Oh. Which is basically the clips that you see in game. Right. But it just allows you to watch them from the the menu screen. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Like, I'd imagine as a kid playing it, it'd be quite fun. Like you're playing through a film. It's pretty awesome. Uh, but yeah, on this one, it was a left to right and you had to jump lava, dodge hyenas throwing bones at you. They're up on platforms either side and you're running like the gauntlet, I guess. And they're throwing bones at you that you need to dodge. You've got bats that fly across the screen. you got to dodge those. You try and roar at them. It does absolutely nothing. And then this is like a split level. Uh, the second bit is, again, Crash Bandicoot, where the screen just changes and you're running up the hill. I think this yeah. is a bit like where eventually they get cornered, don't they? And then Mufasa jumps in. You can't remember the film, I can't can remember at all. Maybe I'll try watching it tomorrow. Yeah, oh, it's, I, I love the film. But yeah, oh, and then the end of the level, you've got to beat three, three hyenas. So okay. you get into this cave bit, and then you've got the three hyenas. I can't remember their names. Shenzi, that's the only one I can ever remember. Ed, the one who laughs a lot, and can't remember the, the third. But yeah, I found it really. I think because I had it on easy mode as well. Yeah. But I literally rolled at them. Oh yeah, I forgot that was an action as well. You can roll, and I you just turn into a ten pin bowling ball. Really, that's the best way to explain it. Hey. I just kept on rolling around the screen. Yeah. And skip all these hyenas. Uh, they had a joint health bar in three sections. Each section represented a hyena. So every time you hit a hyena, they disappeared. Two, three. Jobs are good. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed playing the game, mate. Uh, the movement was quite frustrating, though. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'll get to it a bit later on, but like I got to a bit where there was a log and for love nor money I could not get across this log without losing lives. And it was all because of the directional movement. It just so chunky. Like yeah. you press left just once and it was a massive movement and you just end up falling off the log. It right. was quite difficult. But yeah, so you beat the three hyenas. Q, cutscene. Let's count how many cutscenes there are during this game. So you got Simba on the rock. And then suddenly there's a stampede of antelope. So this is where he's down in that gully bit. And the antelope start running down. And Zazu's like, where's Simba? Where's Simba? And he flies over and sees him in a stampede. So he runs back to Mufasa to go get him. So yeah, level three stampede. I guess you can probably happen what's going to happen here. Oh, you are. Oh. You got a stampede chasing you. Yeah, it's a bit Crash Bandicoot style. Yeah. Oh, I so, thought you were going to say rather he dies. Ah, uh, that well, that happens later. Simba yeah. died a lot for me during the stampede, oh. <laughs> though. Yeah, he died a lot. Um, but yeah, so you're running down the screen this time, effectively running yeah, towards like, yourself, like the boulder levels. Yes, yeah. yes, exactly just, that. Just playing that today, like someone's been playing. Crash the last few days. He's not as good at, at, as he is a Spyro, but he's, okay. he's been playing Crash as well. Is he finding it frustrating? Yeah, yeah. I can imagine it being quite frustrating to play. Yeah, I mean, it frustrated me. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep on falling down those holes. Like when you get to the screen, you can't time your jump right. It's quite annoying. Oh yeah, because this was very much like Crash in the fact that, like, you know, when you jump the Crash to go clear a gap. Like, you yeah. can still maneuver in the air and stuff. Like, yeah. free move in the air. Okay. You could do that with, with Simba as well on this. So, yeah, it was quite similar. I think it was, like, their attempt at a Crash Bandicoot-style game. Yeah. Or trying to use that me- mechanic, I guess, of gaming and implement it into the Lion King. Yeah. But, yeah, so you get chased by antelope. You've got to dodge boulders. These antelopes run faster than you, so you just got to make sure you steer clear of these antelopes. You can collect turkey legs, or they look like turkey legs on the way to <laughs> bump your health back up. Still bearing in mind that you've got to collect 100 points as well in order to unlock the next stage. Right. And yeah, you get to the end, and you jump one final gap, and all the antelope are stuck behind this gap. And it goes to another cutscene where it tells, where it Scar tells Simba to leave and never come back. And spoiler alert, listeners, that's because Mufasa dies. Um, so yeah. if you haven't watched it, um, spoiler alert. But yeah, so Simba's really, blamed. To be fair, huh? you should have really. To be fair, I would like to think so. Over twenty I, years old now, probably. I would like to think so. Oh, yeah, when was that film released? Like, it's got to be like nineteen ninety four or something, hasn't it? Yeah, I, don't, I have no idea. Something like that. Um, but yeah, cue another cutscene. So many cutscenes. You then get to Simba, Pumba, and Timon walking on the log. And you gradually see Simba get older. And then it cuts to when Nala goes looking for more food. When Pride Rock is run by hyenas and Scar. Nala goes off trying to find food and comes across Pumba. And uh, this is where I recognize the adult themes in Lion King. I completely forgot about them. When Nala starts chasing Pumba. And then Pumba gets wedged under a log. And Timon is there like trying to get Pumba free. And he's like, why do I always have to be the one to save your... And then screams, ah! And it's obviously meant to be a play on ass. But obviously can't say ass for a kid's film. So I thought that was quite funny. And then, yeah, you get to level four, which is old friends. 
And again, it's another gauntlet. You run through a gauntlet of monkeys chucking stones. You've got to dodge porcupines. And I've put in my notes, fucking logs. <laughs> and this is what I was on about with the logs. It was so hard. So the character would run faster than what you could stop it. Right. So you'd start running and then you'd notice that you've got to go over a log over this gap. You can't jump this gap. You've got to use this log. You go onto the log, they'd put points in a really awkward place. So if you jump and you miss the points, you try and go left or right, you're off the log. Right. I must have used about eight of my lives trying to get over this log. It was ridiculous because I was determined to get the points. But yeah, it wasn't too bad. And then you cue another cutscene where Simba fights Nala and realizes who she is. Another cutscene, Simba returns to the dark not so proud pride rock and then level five it's return of the king and it's a repeat of level one you've got a run up some rocks dodging more boulders hitting hyenas and you fighting get shelob sorry i'm fighting shelob fighting shelob yeah no okay. shelob well you said return of the king i thought maybe as lord of the rings it went to uh... lord of the rings no, never mind Ah, lost. Sorry, Ah. dude. Lost. Lost. Yeah, and you basically get up to the top to fight Scar. You fight Scar. He is, again, quite easy to attack. You just jump and pounce on him. Halfway through his life, he jumps up onto this ledge. (laughs) It was quite funny. These boulders, like, he roars, and it triggers, like, an avalanche of boulders to come down the screen. I think the idea is that you're supposed to run around and dodge the boulders. Well, I found a spot where you can just stand... (laughs) And no boulders hit you. Yeah, cool. So I just stood there for two waves of boulders. He jumped down. I killed him off. Um, and then I got to the most frustrating level, which caused me to turn the game off. Yeah. Yeah, it's the level called Fire, level six. And I got as far as what I like to aptly call a death rhino. A death rhino. <laughs> it looked nothing like a fucking rhino. And... It just killed me every time. There was like no way. I knew what I had to do to get past it, but you fall off the ledge. There was so basically how to describe it. You're up on the ledge. This rhino is in a lower gully. And the idea is you're supposed to jump on top of this rhino, pounce and jump across it, like using it as a bounce thing. But you got to pounce on it every time, like an attack to get you across. If you don't right. do that and you fall on the rhino or touch the rhino in any way, shape or form, it's instant death. Like, your health bar doesn't go down or anything. This level is, like, rock hard, and it was uneasy. Um, Admittedly, I was trying to rush through it, so I was trying to do things a bit quicker than what I should have. But, yeah, I got to this point where you had to get past this rhino, and I think I got past it once, got to another rhino, and I was just (laughs) like, fuck this, I'm not doing this. Um, So, yeah, uh, I think I... Did I get past the rhino... I did get past the rhino. Ah, but I glitched on a rock and I couldn't get off this rock and I just died to boulders. And at that point, I turned the game off. But I did enjoy playing the game. I think it was really cool how it brought the film into the game. And yeah, yeah. yeah, But I can't remember. I couldn't remember it. Like my automatic assumption as soon as it was Lion King was the Mega Drive version. Yeah, that's Um, the one everyone remembers. Yeah. So, but I I think I did have this game when I was younger because I remember, I don't remember the stages so much, but I remember like the Rafiki bonus games. Right. Okay. But yeah, man, I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. 
be a good game to go back and play on a harder level, but yeah. it's just Crash Bandicoot had better mechanics than this game though for Yeah, okay. Cool. The uh the method of control. Yeah. But yeah, man, that was that's Lion King. Thank you, Michaela. <laughs> I enjoyed that more than Metal Slug. I didn't enjoy Viva Pinata. <laughs> we must be through all of Michaela's games. I think maybe we should ban Michaela from putting games in the hat for a little while because she's got she put loads in. Yeah. We were talking about this the other day, weren't we? That maybe having a limit on how many games people can put in. Yeah. I don't know how what that limit should be. Yeah, I mean, we've got enough in there at the moment, so we might, maybe we just don't ask for any extras to be put in for a while. Yeah, that's not a bad shout. And just get through what we've got. Yeah. Sounds like a good plan, Skets. <clears throat> cool. Well, the next bit, you've sent me the show notes. You do have the show notes. The show notes that I said I was going to write two episodes ago, and I haven't done it. So, where are we? Final chat about any of the games previously mentioned. Not be, not Viva Pinata. Not Lemmings. I, <laughs> not Metal Slug. Okay. And not Lion King. No, okay. I, I, think, I think we're good on that. One thing we can go back to, this microphone. Where's it gone? This one. Yeah. Next episode, I should have uh, my proper microphone back. I should be able to get a uh, an, an audio interface by next episode. Oh, wicked. I'm not sure if you've been following the prices, but uh, it seems like cause we, we got our one pretty much just before lockdown, didn't we? Yeah. And it seems yeah. like as soon as lockdown hit, everyone was working from home. So there was like everyone bought them up and they, they were like double the price. And I wasn't paying, paying double the price for, for something. Nah, sod that. Nah. But yeah, it seems like people are getting them back in stock now as well. Maybe they just sold out and couldn't get hold of them. So oh, that's good. It should be getting down to uh, the proper prices, so I should get one. And we my have audio. Record... Oh, sorry, gone. And my audio should be better <laughs> next week. Awesome. I mean, it's not bad at the moment, but it'd be better with a dynamic microphone. I hate this condenser condenser one. That's good news. That's good news. Yeah, we haven't recorded an episode in the same room yet, have we? Since we started no. this podcast, no, we haven't. No, maybe the one of the intros. Yeah, the intro. I think maybe we did. Ah, yes, yes, we did, didn't we? Yeah, we the intro one. Cool, but yeah, I just wanted to uh, add this in here just to let everybody know that uh, should be should be getting better soon. What else have we got on these show notes? Question time. I might have cheated on this a little bit. I don't know. Uh, so uh, from Michaela, thank you. No, because because of this, you can put more games in that. <laughs> <laughs> if you could take one game to a desert island, thinking desert island discs here, uh, which game would you each choose if electricity and Wi-Fi wasn't an issue? Uh, and assuming there happens to be a screen monitor there. I know exactly what I'm going for, but it might be a bit of a cop-out. Go on, you go. Uh, what of Warcraft has to be. <laughs> Well, mine would be Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm surprised yeah. she has to ask that. Well, she, yeah, maybe not yours, but yeah, if she's yeah. listened to the podcast, I think she would have guessed that I would have picked COD. Yeah, I, I would specifically go for World of Warcraft: Wrath of the Leech King, as long as I can back back play. It's it's the it's the second Third? expansion. Oh, but yeah, so as long as I can actually play. The other games, not just because they can't play it with just the expansion, can you? <laughs> no. 
No. Yeah. So what was before that? Like Wow Classic or the original? V- vanilla and then Burning Crusade. Oh, yeah, Vanilla, sorry. Yeah. And then Burning Crusade, was it? Yeah. Did you just yeah, say Burn- Burning, yeah, Burning Crusade? I'm never yeah. going back to that game again. Wait, it, I mean, at that point, it would take like probably 15 days playtime to hit maximum level. Might be a little quicker once you play it. But, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't get bored of that. And there's so much you could do. I think when they when they released the uh, announced classic, I worked out what I was gonna do. I haven't really played it much, but I was gonna I was gonna try and play five five characters and do a bit do a bit of, like role play. In fact, yeah, I was gonna play my D and D character and then her brothers. Oh, okay. And and I've mapped out which way I was gonna go because you can't play all of it with one character as you're leveling. So I was going to level from 1 to 60 a certain way, and then I'd cross out on the map where I've been and then go another way with somebody else. And I never did it. Mate, <laughs> oh, that game just... Well, because... I can't remember when I played it. BFA, wasn't it? Yeah. Battle for Azeroth. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just... I enjoyed it at first, but then like when the guild started raiding and stuff... Like, you don't play it for that, do you? You play it for, like, the story and the exploring and stuff. And yeah. maybe I'd enjoy that more, but it yeah. just put me off a wow, the raiding side, because it just felt like a job. It was yeah. like I had to do certain things before the raid and get certain things ready, and <laughs> people would get angry if I didn't tank properly or yeah, if we were on the final stupid. boss and I fucked up, and it would be like, oh, fucking hell, what are you doing to Landy? It's like, oh, just fuck off. It's only a game. <laughs> now, that's the worst thing you can ever say to a WoW player, by the way, is it's only a game, <laughs> or a WoW player raiding anyway. That, yeah. that didn't go down very well many See, times. I, I never raided before BFA, never. And I just enjoyed the game. I just explored, enjoyed exploring, going all the different areas and seeing. Well, I was a hunter, and so you can get like rare pets as well. So I was like exploring, finding rare pets and stuff like that. Well, it was really cool that time when me and you hopped on, and you just like got me to follow you. Yeah, and you started <laughs> taking me around bits, and like because it was from Hearthstone, wasn't it? Um, I took you to see Doctor Doctor Boom. That's the dude, Doctor yeah. Boom, and it, it's stuff like that that like. I didn't see in the game because I just played it to level to 120 as quickly as possible. Yeah. To then do the raiding and stuff. And I, I followed the storyline through and it was pretty cool. And I did start to enjoy a little bit about the lore, but I did try to go back and understand it. And I think you sent me some YouTube videos a while back and stuff like how to watch the lore. I think it was you. Yeah. I can't remember. But yeah, man, it was uh, it's just such a big game. Such a big game, and it's just—I guess—not my style of game, really. Yeah. But yeah, when raiding becomes a job, or when a game becomes a job, that's when it gets turned off for me. I'm afraid. I was actually. I'm gonna. Uh, if there's anybody out there that's interested in the law, I, I was listening to a podcast of, uh, with all the the law from in chronological order. I haven't I haven't listened to it since I since I was at work. Uh, but yeah, that was so good. I think I got to like episode 50, something like that, and it's amazing. Uh, so if, if you're interested, go over and listen to, uh, it's called The Morally Grey. And uh, yeah, if you do, tell them we sent you. They don't know we exist yet, but <laughs> say, well, you gained a listener through us. And then they might say, thank you. And then advertise us. <laughs> <laughs> Saying that, have you heard any more from your friends and Oz? 
No, they, they, they did say they've got a huge backlog of guests. So uh, I'm glad because I haven't listened to their podcast for a while either. This is uh, We're talking about um, Escape This Podcast. Uh, and I asked if we could be guests. They, they've just finished uh, the most recent 10-story arc, which sound, sounds quite good. But again, I, I don't listen to podcasts at home, so I'm not up to date with it. But yeah, I would like to be up to date when they ask us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just have to bury your homework. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I've asked Joe Rogan, but he hasn't got back to me yet. <laughs> really? So, yeah, no, no. He's... He hasn't even acknowledged the email yet. So, uh, Joe, if you're listening, mate, um, we'd like to come on. <laughs> well, as we're doing this, uh, Final Fantasy VII fans, I know. Uh, so that there was a, I was listening to a podcast called Countdown to Classic, and that was awesome. Another, another Australian counting down to World of Warcraft Classic, and that was how he's he's switched over and he's doing like a real deep dive into into certain games, like ten episodes for like one game. I have, again, I haven't listened to it, but I know it's going to be good. Uh, but yeah, he's doing Final Fantasy VII for his first game at the moment. But oh, oh I should probably say what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> oh, I can't remember. He's changed the name of it. He still uses the same platform because it still comes up on my Spotify because I was listening to Countdown to Classic. Uh, it's called the Josh Corbett podcast, I believe. Cool. Josh Corbett, yeah. Or just search Countdown to Classic and it'll probably come up. Well, yeah, we uh, again. I took us off into a random, in a random direction from the question, but I, that's what I like doing. It's all good, buddy. It's all good. It's all good. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, this is what I've been waiting for. This is what I've been waiting for. So we, <laughs> so next week. Oh, I fucked up the intro. I just realised. <laughs> next week, <laughs> we'll be playing games that we picked for each other. Da, da, da. Yeah. So I'm gonna go first. Okay. I, I I've noticed you've been having a bit of a bad time with one one on one beat 'em ups recently. You, you haven't yeah. enjoyed them, have you? So I so I I need, I need to give you a good one. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna pause for a second, just so just so the the listeners can maybe have a few guesses of what this good one is gonna be. What would your if if I said I'm going to give you a one v one beat 'em up, what would you think I would say? I'm hoping for something like Mortal Kombat. Yeah, it's not Mortal Kombat. It's not Mortal Kombat. No, I didn't think it would be. Nah, it's not going to be Tekken. No, it's not going to be Street Fighter either. It's not Jesus. <laughs> I have no idea. This was a toss up between two. Actually, the one I didn't go for was a game called Ergies. Good. Never heard of that. It's a beat 'em up, but had a lot of all, all the Final Fantasy characters in. But I find about seven characters in. Yeah, it was. It wasn't. It, it was fun, but it wasn't technically that good. The one I did go for was the Wu Tang Clan game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you ever play that? I remember that game. <laughs> I played it a lot. I remembered I all of the Wu Tang Clan members' names because of it. <laughs> awesome. Thanks, man. No worries. What was that on? Was that PlayStation 1? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Thank you, Skirt. Well, your first game. Yeah. We're going back to the Master System. Cool. Have I already said it? You could... No, you haven't. No. Oh, okay. No. You're going to be playing Asterix on Asterix. the Master System. I yeah. 
I borrowed that from Stephen Pittman when he used Did to you? live down the road from me, yeah. I, I remember it being a good game. I really enjoyed it, yeah. I'm going to be happy yeah. to play that. Yeah. Let's see, I, I, I and, don't stitch you up. <laughs> and if Stephen Pittman is listening, I should have taken the Queen. <laughs> He beat me in a chess tournament. Oh, did he? Yeah, like 20-odd years ago. And every time I see him, he, he still says, you should have taken the Queen. Because <laughs> I, I had the opportunity to, but I didn't see it. Oh, man. Chess. That's one game I would not like to play you at. <laughs> it, was, it was quite funny. Like, I'd be, I'd be, this was in, we were like year nine at the time. And uh, and I everyone knew me. I was a bit of a goth at the time. I was always wearing all black all the time. It was never really... And any of the sports teams, and then like I was in the in the chess final against like year elevens, and I think my my form tutor was quite surprised that I was good at chess. <laughs> Don't always judge by appearance, isn't it? What was um was that Mister Stevenson's room? The chess yeah. tournament used to take place in, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow, mental. Come on in, mate. Yeah. What's the second game? This is why I had to go back downstairs for a minute ago. I bought it. No! No! What? <laughs> it's not what I'm thinking, is it? Can't see that. It's upside down. No! <laughs> it is Shaq Fu, a legendary born on a PS4. So it's not really, it doesn't really fit into our forgotten games. I'm not really sure if it was known in the first place to be forgotten, so. I love you. But I don't love you. <laughs> Thanks, man. No worries. Awesome. Fucking Shaq Fu. I can't get away from that game. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, mate, your second game. I loved it when I was younger. It's on the PlayStation 1. I don't know if you'll get much gameplay out of it, but you're playing Parappa the Rapper. Ooh. Ooh. Cool. Yeah. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, there you are. There you are, mate. Enjoy. Awesome. Enjoy. Am I allowed to borrow your PlayStation 4 to play Shaq Fu? Yes, of course you are. Yeah, that was the plan. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Shaq Fu, we've, uh, we've acquired a copy, haven't we? Yes, we have. If, if you listen to the episode where Jacob played Shaq Fu, uh, you would have noticed he said there's a guy trying to destroy them all. There is indeed. Yeah. I was looking for him, and I found a, I found a website trying to save them all from this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we bought a copy, and we were going to leave it up to you guys with what happens to it, whether we send it to the guy saving it or destroying it. But it seems like they're not actually letting you send them the game; they're just accepting money to buy them. So we'll have to do something with it ourselves. <laughs> I'm sure we can arrange a ceremonial burning if that's what the uh, the listeners decide. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we've now got a copy of Shaq Fu, and I think in the next few days we're gonna we're gonna put it to Facebook and have a bit of a poll or a bit of a competition, not a competition, something along those lines. Yeah, a vote of, uh, of some sort. Yeah, and you guys can decide its destiny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So yeah, keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Tyler crap. Yeah, keep <laughs> keep keep an eye out for that. It'll be in the next few days. That's about it. I I got rid of the show notes. Wicked. So you're on shout outs now. I am on shout outs. Oh dear. Oh, you you put them down here. You you've actually yeah. written them down for me. It's all there for you, mate. No, you haven't. Okay. 
So. Our first shout out. I'm gonna, you might have to redo these after I do them. I'm going to butcher them. No, how, you just do them. I'll, instead of messing around, wasting people's time, you just do them. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So the first shout out goes to Shane at Pixel Zero. He does PDF and Minecraft servers, Discord servers, domain hosting with email and website. You can find him on Fiverr with Pixel Zero. Uh, we move on to Matt at Retro Heroes. At Retro Heroes, they buy, sell, and professionally refurbish retro computers, consoles, and games. You can find his eBay store, which is Retro Heroes. He also has a Facebook page. Our third shout out goes to Faye Frost. Faye Frost has done our artwork for the podcast. You can find her on Instagram using the handle underscore Faye Frost underscore. You can also find her on Facebook at Faye Frost Art. And for commission submissions, you can email Faye at frostart.requests at gmail.com. Our fourth and final shout out goes to Synthetic 3D. They create tabletop miniatures that can be used for a variety of games. Myself and Skets and our D&D crew, we use them at D&D. They're awesome. Uh, check out their website at www.synthetic3d.com and on Facebook using Synthetic Development. Okay, folks, we hope you've enjoyed listening. Stay safe, support the pod and spread the word. If you would like to follow us, you can on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and YouTube using the handle at mempodcastingbadly. Speak to you in a fortnight. We've been mempodcastingbadly. This is Men Podcasting Badly, and we touch ourselves. Game over.